everybody. Welcome back to Dialogues with Derek. I'm your host, Derek, and joining me today is Colin Miller. Colin Miller is a symbolic world collaborator, a craftsman, a bookbinder, and the founder of Sylvan Bookworks. Colin, how are you doing? Very good. Very good. Glad to be here. It is a privilege to be to be with you. I know this is a, a rare a rare occasion to have you joining me and being able to introduce you to the the greater world virtually at least. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I just I really appreciate you agreeing to come on and and doing this interview. Well, I'm glad to do it. Uh, yeah, I've I've never really uh, gone on a, a podcast like this. Mm -hmm. so. Well, you guys, uh, for people that are familiar with your work, you already know that Colin is just a masterful artist, very unique, combines an amazing amount of things. Lately, he's been really involved with binding books in a way that is just incredibly artful. There's uh, an interview, a written interview coming up uh, that kind of dives into more of your the journey of your life and uh, leading up to the symbolic world and orthodoxy. And so it's coming up really soon. I can't wait to read it. I I'll just leave it at that. So we're not going to be getting too much into that today. I, I strongly encourage you to go read that article whenever it comes out. But today I wanted to focus really on the art pieces that you do and Sylvan Bookworks. What what goes involved with binding books and putting books together, you know, just from paper and materials and all of that. Uh, but today is a special day because Colin and I have an announcement of a project that we have been working on for a few months now, behind the scenes, we've been able to keep it a secret up until now. And so this is the first time that we're gonna be talking about the book that we've made for the arrival articles that I've written. So Colin, I'll turn it over to you. Well, let's see, how, how much am I allowed to uh, sh show of the book? Well, how about this? How about we, how about we go ahead and uh, share a little bit now and then we'll take a few steps back. Okay. We'll ask a few other questions. We'll lead up to it. So that way people have a, a bigger picture of what's been involved with this. And then we'll dive into it in, in more detail later. So go ahead and, uh, if you would, reveal the book. Go ahead and show them what we've been working on. Okay. Here it is. All right. Yeah, go ahead and hold it up. Let's see it. Is there, there's, there's actually glass yes. in the cover. Yeah, man, that is. Fantastic. So folks, the <laughs> article that I wrote for the Symbolic World two years ago, titled Arrival and Exodus, we decided to put this into a book. And this is the book that Colin is holding up. For people that are listening to the audio, how would you describe it, Colin? Well, um, if you're familiar with the film, the uh, where there's aliens... Behind uh, and the way they they meet with uh, the the humans and communicate, um, they do it through this pane of a pane of glass. The aliens, uh, their language produced with like uh, almost like a squid ink, kind of like in the mm -hmm. air, and that's that's their uh, their written language basically. I kind of took the idea of looking through glass. At, at their language, um, and I incorporated that into the uh, cover, and which yeah. has uh, this glass, and then uh, 
as this, and then the uh, the logogram is there. Yeah, but, um, that is it's awesome. There. And uh, and the, uh, the like the tracing paper vellum kind of paper um, that is like the the cloud uh, that they're seen through. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Colin. Yeah, that that just looks fantastic. I love how you incorporated features of the film. Uh, and it it's just amazing. I haven't been able to hold it in my hands personally yet. This is mm -hmm. uh, the first time that I've actually been able to see it myself, at least over the webcam. And I, mm -hmm. I just am so thrilled with how it's turning out. I can't wait to hold it. Uh, yes. And the other big announcement is that we are going to be bringing this book to Florida for the Symbolic World Summit. So if you haven't already, I, I think they might have a few more tickets. Go out there, get some tickets, come see us, say hi, and be able to hold the book for the first time. Now, this book is a prototype, and so mm -hmm. we're not going to be doing a full release uh, at the you know 29th of February, but you will get a chance to hold it and see it in person, in the flesh, be able to thumb through it, open the pages, and just be able to appreciate the work that Colin put into it. Uh, and really, this is just a, a sample of things to come. Uh, the other cool thing is I just finished article number two, or will become chapter number two, in a bigger book that'll be about eight chapters. Several of those will be uh, long articles for Symbolic World. So stay tuned for that. It's coming up real soon. And stay tuned for the, the other articles as they come out engage with it, send comments, feedback, questions, all of that. I'm really trying to make this uh, an active process where people can be involved and get feedback. So that way, the experience and the final product of the full book will be that much better. Yeah, I'm looking forward to, looking forward to that, putting the whole, whole thing together, the full, the full version. Yeah. So. Well, Colin, why don't we take a step back and then tell the story of what led up to this project? I'm really curious, like, tell us more about Sylvan Bookworks and how did how in the world did you get into binding books? First book I did was uh, a book about uh, Russian saints during the uh, the Russian Revolution and and you know, in the the years after that. A lot of the books that they made that were made in the um, in Russia during you know the the communist uh, era were done in a mm -hmm. done as a samostat like they were uh -huh. they were you know made by hand by people and you know because you know publishing was restricted of you know, particularly mm -hmm. re religious material and um, and other things that would be you know problematic mm -hmm. uh, to the regime. And so I kind of wanted, I got the idea that if I was going to print a, make a book like that, I would do it in that style. Um, so I, I made a little rule for myself that I wouldn't use any materials um, beside what I actually had in the house at the time. Um, so basically the, the paper, the, the paper I printed it on is just regular printed printer paper, you know, printed it out and, you know, just used, uh, you know, cardboard uh, that I had, you know, like from, from boxes or the, you know, the back of calendars and, 
you know, things like that. And uh, used Elmer's glue, regular sewing thread, and and kind of put it together, put together about a, a 600 page book. Wow. All by hand, uh, using just materials I had, you know, in the, in the house. So there's, huh. fr from a book finding point of view, um, just about everything about like, or like a lot of technical things about this book are just like wrong. <laughs> like the, the grain of the paper, you know, runs the wrong way because on regular, you know, copy paper, you know, it's, the grain of the paper is long, um, but you know, you can put it together, um, and you know, and, and make it work, um, to when, once I had to, had this, the stack of paper to trim the edges, I actually, you know, just actually did it on a table saw instead of, mm -hmm. <laughs> instead of a, you know, uh, a regular paper cutter. Uh, the, the outside of the book is uh brown paper. And then I, you know, just print it on, I mean, these days, you know, use the regular, you know, laser printer at home, but, uh, but, uh, which they wouldn't have had at that. It wasn't, really a, a historical recreation of anything but it was just i just wanted to see what it was like to actually just make a book from scratch mm -hmm. um yeah starting starting with nothing and it, yeah and in that it kind of fit with the um with the content of the book like the huh. the, the the style and the way i put it together um kind of was related to the content so it's almost like a recreation of the res the, the restrictions or the the challenges that they would have experienced for the people that originally produced the book. R right, yeah. Wow. I mean the the book was written this actual book was written later but but in the time, yeah, you know, yeah, it was written about the times when, you know, books would have been made mm. by hand. Wow. Yeah. In 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 those situations. So that got me thinking about um making books where the um making putting a little bit more thought into how the book is put together in relation to its content um mm -hmm. so, so that, that got the process started for you then yeah yeah the um rather than just um making every have every book you know that i mean there's some standards you know like you know, using quality paper and 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 just all the all the basic uh, components of a book. You know, getting them all together. You know, properly. I mean, that, that's a good thing. But um, I wanted to make books that uh, that took took things just a little bit farther, and mm -hmm. uh, where the um, where the actual structure of the book um, reflected its contents was connected yeah. a little bit more. Um, so I, I practiced and figured out, you know, uh, the more correct ways of doing things, mm -hmm. uh, you know, got together better, you know, some equipment and, and some better, better materials and, and that kind of thing. And so the, um, the first kind of project I did um, where, you know, using, you know, proper materials and, and and that sort of thing was uh was this uh cosmic chasmus book by uh written by uh cormac jones yes um, yes the editor 
of uh, the symbolic world. Mm -hmm. And the content of this book, he talks about um, uh, the chiastic uh, structures, mm -hmm. um, which you can you can read about. It's basically how. Uh, let's see a quick. Oh, it's of... it's okay. We can. <laughs> you, 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 you can. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I, I, I feel like that is an episode unto itself. And, you know, yeah. I think it's about a do for an episode talking about the chiastic structure and cosmic chiastic. But, uh, you know, this this actually is the part of the story where where I enter in because I remember being a part of the forums and the discussions going back and forth of like, oh, my goodness, what a great article that was published on Symbolic World. And mm -hmm. this is amongst the other con collaborators and contributors to mm -hmm. Symbolic World articles. And and then you said, oh, yeah, the the way that you're talking about that reminds me of how pages are bound in a book. And then you could start mm -hmm. seeing these like little seeds of ideas form, you know, one mm -hmm. conversation entry at a time. And then suddenly the, the next thing I knew that you were taking a very limited amount of orders, 12 orders. And I said, mm -hmm. oh, my gosh, sign me up. You don't have to tell me the price. Like, oh, <laughs> I'll pay it. You know, I'll, I'll take mm -hmm. a side gig. I don't care. Uh, so what was that like for you during that process when things started kind of like coming together and this idea of taking this article that really just lived virtually and bringing it to life in a book? Like I could see how the, um, you kind of have to talk about the, the structure to, to really under, un, understand how, how like a pages and and uh, how they're folded and how they fit together into a book hmm. structure uh, reflects the chiastic structure, like that 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 idea. Mm -hmm. And um, so I kind of had the idea for the structure, and and then uh, I had to lay it out nicely, like in a way that was that I that I thought was really kind of help the reader um, understand the text, which, um, you know, to someone who's not familiar with it, it, it might be good if they could have a little bit of breathing room as they were reading mm. um, and to kind of understand, you know, piece by piece. And, and as, as he builds, um, you know, his uh, you know, work about the uh, cosmic chiasmus. So, I laid out the text and um, it went back and forth with with Cormac because you know he was particular and and yeah. and and, and very, has very very good ideas and uh, it, it was it was that part uh, was a lot a lot more work than I expected, mm. um, but uh, but I finally finally got it got it worked out so everything was was uh, was was right. And then uh, for the cover, I had the idea for the cover. Yeah. And um, I asked uh, uh, David Flores, to uh, an, a symbolic world uh, artist, mm -hmm. to uh, do the cross. And then, uh, and then in the, I don't know if you could see that the yeah, uh, we can see yeah, it. The, the 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 cover is 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 you know several layers thick, and the the cross is at that's at the um, yeah, it is at the deepest uh, part of it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so and then you have another layer above that that's like a shiny gold, and then above yeah, that gold. you have the gray cover. Cloth. Yeah, the gray cloth on the outside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really. So, whenever I got my copy, Colin. Yep. So here's mine, ready to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. This impacted me more than I can say, more than I've communicated with others until this point, uh, because I read the article online, and you know, you scroll down, you read it, and it was like it felt like a content. It was like direct content. It was like, yeah, this is great. I'm learning a lot. Uh, but then once I received the book. It became so much more. It was like an experience. It felt, it was similar to like sitting down, buying tickets and sitting down in a theater and watching a play or something. It was, I'm not joking. It was like that (laughs) where I could sit down. I had a good cup of tea. I had my, you know, reading chair. I had my good lamp light. And I would, it, it became this whole ritual about sitting down Mm -hmm. and reading this book. And so for Mm -hmm. my friend's work to, come out and then to see you know your touch on it obviously the author Cormax but then also David Flores and his artwork and just to see mm-hmm. my friends in it it just became this this very mm-hmm. uh manifold process uh so for me it was like I get to enjoy this there's communion and part of it in friendship and then like the pages and it's just a work of art like so I got to read the pages uh view it flip it feel it it was like it's such a big difference for me to go from reading something virtually on a screen or tablet or something to actually it being a physical thing holding it and flipping it smelling it it just changed my world and that's really that was like i i feel like i need to do this i feel like if ever i was going to you know, publish anything or turn it into a book, it would have to be through Sylvan Bookworks and, and Colin. You mentioned David Flores. Is is that uh, David Flores' artwork in the background? I was just curious. Yes. Yes, it is. All right. Yes. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Let's see. There's that. Which ones are those? It's hard to make out. Um, let's see. The one over there is um, is St. Michael um, it's, as uh, Angel of the uh, Apocalypse. Oh, yes. Archangel's nice. apocalypse, and then uh, the other, that one is the uh, the burning bush. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I love it because he has that feature of you know the the black and white, but then the the red, mm-hmm. gold or bronze. Uh, yeah, shout mm-hmm. out to David. Go check out his work; it's just phenomenal. Um, so then, yes. yeah. So the, how did so we're we're getting closer. So how is this leading up to? Uh, Sylvan Bookworks creation of, well, uh, of your company. Well, uh, it's it's in its very early stages. Um, I'm I'm I would like to in the future um, do lots of you know you know more small editions uh, of books like this. Um, and um, I'm working like right now. To kind of build up to that, I'm doing like a lot of little, um, like one-off kind of, kind of projects. Yeah, you know, on my own, I have a, a Substack um, where I write little articles, um, small articles, um, and then with pictures of, of books I've made, and then I relate them to um, uh, other, you know, like books that have 
think a lot of old, have a lot of older books. Um, and I kind of put them in context with the ones I'm, I'm uh, making now. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, your Substack articles are beautiful because you're you're taking these high quality pictures of the of the books and themselves and showing the process of putting it together. One source of uh, of uh, inspiration are the books that they've talked about on the uh, uh, Universal History series. Ah, with uh, Richard yeah. Roland and yeah, Jonathan Pajot. Yeah. Awesome. Yes. Just yes. had Richard on, so that's after. Yes. Yes, and uh, like his with him talking about uh, Beowulf, oh, yeah. um, but I uh, I got the idea to make this book, oh, um, which is uh, like uh, swords, uh, you know, various swords uh, are, in a, you know, in, important uh, images in in uh, in that uh, work. So I made a little sword. I won't pull it out, but it, it does come out. It's a real... It's, it's a sword. One. It's not yeah. like an image of a sword. It's an actual little sword. No, it, it is actually a, a little uh, a little sword. Like You are kidding me. Oh my gosh, look at that. Mm -hmm. The sword comes out from the cover of the book. Yeah. And you can nest it back into the cover. Yep. Magnet. Wow. <laughs> awesome. But, uh, yeah. So that... that uh, that was uh that was that was what I did there. Uh, awesome. My inner child is just beyond elated. <laughs> Reminds me of like a, a like action figure sword or something. Yeah, that basically it, yeah, that it is. That's uh, awesome. <laughs> and uh let's see. And another um important work that they that they talked about in that series is uh Alexander the Great. Uh, and um that was one of the more most recent uh, one ones I I did. Uh, this oh, one was yeah, a little more more ambitious. Um, but this oh. one, this is like the. Oh my god! Great day! Yeah. Wow! Yeah, I made that uh, out of brass and uh, oh, put that into the cover. And you got it to wrap around back cover to the front cover. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh! Yeah. That is triumphant. I just love it. Yeah, I like kind of like doing, you know, pushing pushing the idea with of, of things you could do with a book, but still keeping it practical. I mm -hmm. mean, don't don't go don't get too uh, out of hand in making a book that um, becomes unusable because because of its design. Mm -hmm. um, like with the sword and with this, it's still within the within the you know the, the the profile of the of the book still fits on a shelf easily you know it's not doesn't mm -hmm. become just an art object you know it's it's still still a, a readable book oh right so you're so you're trying to like balance that tension of like practicality of a readable book with yeah. a piece of art that you're like too afraid to touch right yeah yeah I'll, any of the books that I, that I'm making are made to be handled and read yeah. Mm. It reminds me a lot of my dad. My dad likes to restore old Dotsons, like the pre-smog era, so like early 70s, late 60s. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but his goal is to make sure that they're still drivable, like you're not afraid to actually take it out onto the road. And so right. he, you know, it changes, the, it influences the decisions that he makes in his restorations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
they're, they're not just not just to look at it's 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 a functional book um mm -hmm. and want to see some more is that oh yeah or, yeah let's uh, let's look at a few more uh let's see i did uh, the life of moses um oh yeah uh, gregor ignisa nice. and uh yeah so pretty much a little more straightforward one uh into the cover you yeah. know I, I like i like cutting into the cover giving it a little dimension yes but still um it's gonna draws still, you in you know, it's like a window yeah, still still a functional cover um so and that's uh a young looking Moses from from the church uh uh let's see one the in Ravenna hmm. uh, a very early uh image beautiful and and this is uh, uh Saint Silo on the Athenite hmm. the, the the book by uh yeah put together by uh Saint Saffroni Beautiful. So you have a couple colors on this cover. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah, that's in that with a different, that's actually a different piece of uh, board. Oh. I love how yep. experimental it is. How you're just kind of testing the boundaries. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And see, one that was, one that's kind of a little bit related to uh, an earlier project I did, you know, uh, outside of uh, bookmaking. Um, was uh is uh my uh Dionysius Day at the Areopagite uh, mm. complete works beautiful um, like royal blue yes and beautiful. there's actually uh like little beads on uh oh. yeah. yes I see the beads okay so there's an image but then there's actual beads on top of that that's beautiful and that was now no that's not the first time that you've worked with beads right because I remember one of the first things I saw being introduced to your work was the, boy, sorry for the lack of terms, but a stump that you turned into a piece of <laughs> the most mind-blowing, I want to call it a piece of art, but there's also like a high level of math involved where you're you're showing images around a round stump with yeah. beads telling the different seasons and each bead corresponds to certain numbers of the seasons and the number of days in the year. And it's just like... Mm -hmm blew my mind I, I don't know mm -hmm. do you have that around could you maybe show that yeah. off too yeah yeah because yeah. i remember seeing it i was just like there's no way there's no way he could pull it off oh yeah there we go look at that mm -hmm. how i made this one is uh i got a really long piece of uh silk thread and i started putting tiny beads on it in such a way that as they wrapped around the the one continuous bead as it came around the the beads would line up so to create a, a picture like this is one this is wrapped around yeah and the um and i kind of wanted it to be connected to the days in 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 a lifetime um so i eat there's uh 365 beads um uh, that that are that are needed to go around once like in a circumference uh, and then uh goes around 70 times uh, uh 
but so on the average lifespan of 70 years let's say yeah yeah you know the uh three three score 10 and uh you know plus i added a little bit more at the beginning like maybe you know nine months for a oh <laughs> and then <laughs> you are kidding me yeah and, and maybe extra that's part of the life days. that's right yeah and these uh little uh I don't know how well they yeah. show up. But it's it's coming, coming through, man. That, it looks great. Coming up from that fire, there's uh, sparks. Oh, and uh, and those that? would be uh, like uh, uh, days of uh, Pascha th through the years. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. It, you know what this reminds me of? The legend of Dostoevsky's brother Karamazov that he wrote that in one, just one go, one pass. He just wrote it out. Oh. And that's, you know, like talk about nonlinear narrate. Like, how do you have so many plots that are woven together happening at the same time and, you know, things being, you know, set up and then paid off like 400 pages later? You know, how is that even mm -hmm. possible? This reminds me of that. Like, how did you do that? Well, I, I just uh, sat down and uh, did it and uh, until it worked. Until it worked. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I did uh, figure out the circumference, but then within that, I mean, you can get it so it, it works out right on paper. Mm -hmm. But then when you actually are working with the materials, which mm -hmm. you know that precise, mm. you have to you have to you have to massage it, and make it make it make it work, and man. Uh, yeah. So I'm curious, how many of these books or art pieces are you going to be able to bring to Florida? Well, I'll be able to bring a good number of these books. Um, let's see. I'm not sure if the, the what the TSA is going to think about this. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll see about the sword. The, I don't know. Yeah. But, I don't know about uh, yeah. that one. I, yeah. Well, true story, whenever, like, I, I know this is like 10 years ago now, but when I came back from Costa Rica, from living there and mm -hmm. kind of living in the, I don't know, agricultural jungle area, uh, I was able to somehow bring back a 20-inch machete in my suitcase. Wow. And they didn't stop me. They didn't bring it up. Like, I don't know how I did it. <laughs> but I was young and I didn't even think twice of it. I was like, of course, why wouldn't I bring back my machete? You know, right, right. I played Campesino at the time. So I was like. What's what's a person without their machete? Come on. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, so the books. Yeah. Yeah. yeah good. Um, bring the books. I I don't think I'll be able to bring the uh, the uh, the that that piece. That uh, wait. Have you named it yet? Because I remember the video that I watched, and I'll link to this too. Uh, I don't description or well, I, comment somewhere nearby. Something I made, I think. <laughs> yes, that's, that's something I made. So yeah okay yeah i think that so, there's for what it is that title i think falls just a little bit short maybe for that yeah yeah <laughs> i'll give it some more thought okay okay all right and then so getting back to the the books and sylvan book works so i saw recently you also did one on uh sarah from rose oh yes and the yes. uh i'm gonna say it was like the crimson or the red cover <laughs> Yeah, you have that one nearby too. Also, uh, where are you sitting in? Is this uh, is this where the magic happens? <laughs> yeah, uh, this is my uh, this is my little my my book room. This is where I do a lot of the work. Awesome. Mm -hmm. 
Thank you for no, inviting no. us into your secret layer. This is great. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. oh, I just love that color. Yeah. This is yeah. Um or, or oh, hey, there's really David Flores picture. again. Yeah. I recognize that yeah. one. It looks familiar. Yeah. Gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Of course. Yeah, that's his features, having that red or crimson in there. Yes. And uh, I'm still experimenting with that one. So there's another another version of it. Uh -huh. um, I just, instead of the uh, silver, I, I'm, I went with, uh, with the black for the, uh, the uh -huh. lettering. But they're still experimenting. Uh, yeah, it's, it has more of a matte. Uh, yeah. It kind of shines through. You can see it on the webcam. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Gorgeous. So this is leading up to the most recent project, the Arrival Project, because it was about this point where I started seeing, oh, Sarah from Rose, which is uh, someone who has commentary on aliens and kind of the deeper meaning of what's happening there. And mm -hmm. so there started to be these uh, indicators of like, or reminders for me of like, Hey, maybe it's time. Maybe it's time to reach out to Colin to see if he wants to collaborate with the book project. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. that's when, that's when I said, Hey, Colin, what do you think about this? Uh, I have this book that I'm going to be writing over the course of this year. I already published one of the articles on Exodus and arrival. And I just kind of laid it out for you. And then, you know, what was that like when you got that email, read through it? I I started thinking of what would, uh, what would make, what would the, how would this book reflect, that, like the structure of this book, how would it reflect the, uh, the content? Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And I started, um, and I actually, as you know, I actually hadn't seen the movie yet. At that, that yeah, at that time, <laughs> yeah, um, that was funny because it was like, oh yeah, this sounds great. Colin wrote, uh, really interesting, very intriguing. Uh, <laughs> just one one little thing, I haven't really watched the movie. Yet. <laughs> I, I was mean, like, I, I oh, the, okay, the well, article, um, yeah, but uh, it's, uh, that sounded sounded interesting. So I actually I actually read the uh, the the book that it was the the, the short story that it was based on. Mm -hmm. uh, teaching. yeah yes yeah and i i really liked that um i found that that to be really interesting and then and then i watched the film and it was from the film where i got the um got the idea like for like the like the image like the of the, of the glass and mm -hmm. yeah surrounded like in in the in the dark yes and the yeah. um and the the um the aliens you know coming through the fog and being kind of mysterious yes very mysterious yeah. very much like the mysterious tremendum like this numinous figure of like like you're terrified but you're so awe struck and you're almost like drawn to it in wonder and yeah then definitely like the smoke the the clouds the ink it's like definitely creates like this veil this veil of you're not quite sure what you're seeing maybe what layer of depth you're seeing uh and mm -hmm then it was just really beautiful to see this process of kind of going back and forth and saying like, well, mm -hmm. what about this? What about that? Okay. I finally watched the movie. Now I have all these other ideas. Mm -hmm. And then you came up with uh, having that, like that translucent kind of like you can see through it, but it kind of makes things a little bit uh, out of resolution. It's like the, like the smoke and the, 
from the yes. Bronx. Yes, and yeah. so I was like, oh my gosh, like what a great representation of being inside the shell of the the heptapods vessel, uh, and then being able to see the screen, right? This meeting room where they uh, reveal certain words, and then humans reveal what, they, or really humans reveal what they have, and then the aliens reveal what they have, and they do these back and forth and come together in this meeting place. And so I think you really captured it in the cover of the book. Mm -hmm. And then the color and, of the book too. And, and the detail, well, speaking of color, uh, you had the idea of, uh, of the orange. Oh yes, you included the orange. Awesome. Yeah, I actually, I had to, it took a little bit of tracking down, but I found the uh, right uh, orange to do the, uh, to do the, the uh, hot foil uh, oh. stamping in that. Yes, that's perfect. So we have the garments of skin right there at the bottom. It's perfect. Right. So the, the orange suit just discarded. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then we have uh, like a dark black charcoal for the cover of the book. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 black. Um just like the darkness. I guess in the in the film, I guess the the outer shell probably had a little 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 more color to it but the mm -hmm. but inside like where the where the glass was was is if you've seen the film yeah this, this this should make sense yes it's like a meteorite black it's like mm -hmm. very dark not quite a pure like a uh, night sky dark but it's more of like the darkest charcoal that you can think of mm -hmm. yeah yeah Oh man, that's beautiful. And then you have the logogram on top of that other layer. Yes. Yes. Nice. Now the the logogram I chose for that, I, I don't know if we want to get into into that a little bit. I mean, but see, you know, it's the one for in the in the film, it's uncertain whether it means weapon or fool. Right. I thought that was an interesting, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And they weren't sure as in the in the film. Yeah, it's the perfect one for the right there. It's just great. Yes, but uh, yeah, I, I I enjoy putting this this one together, and uh, yeah, look forward to doing the full version. This is just one chapter right here. Yeah. So as far as the publication goes, this is the uh, prototype that Colin's holding up. We down the road once the the rest of the chapters are written and we're ready to publish the full book, we'll be publishing 12 copies of the full book. And we'll, that one will probably be a full release, you know, Kickstarter, the like. And that way people could buy this deluxe edition that is hand-bound with Colin. So people could have one of 12, which of course, if you watch the film, is uh, part of the climax of that story, is realizing mm -hmm. that they're one of 12. And so you get a, a copy of this book. and. What's cool too is that it's a big part of the film too is that it's not just a, a, a cerebral knowledge. It's just not this acquisition of, you know, learning the language and then that's it. The real story is in the embodiment. Of course, the main character is not Luis necessarily. You could say she's the protagonist, but the main point is her daughter. It's the the embodiment. It's the, the family. It's, I guess you can say it the incarnated solution to being able to you know carry this throughout time and so i i'm just so excited that 
this project is coming together and that we can capture some of that experience and really this really great message that the the story the film and the book are conveying of and having this physical thing that's a work of art that's beauty because the thing that caught me about arrival so much was that uh, it was its beauty it wasn't that it had these really cool formulas and mathematics and empirical you know provocations which it's which it does and that's great and it wasn't just like the linguistics of it and the study of language or maybe the sci-fi elements because it has some really unique approaches to doing sci-fi all of that's great but what really drew me was the beauty that it was a work of art and i felt like i was part of something that was drawing me deeper and higher and i'm just so excited that we get to contribute to helping people understand that process uh, in the form of these books. Yes. I, I'm really happy to be a part of it. And, uh, yeah. And with, working with you and, um, and with other, other people from the symbolic world, uh, it's been, mm -hmm. it's been good to collaborate. Mm -hmm. Um, and looking forward to, uh, meeting a lot of a lot of you in person yeah. meeting you in person and absolutely uh, yeah can't wait yeah, yeah so the book that we have right now is the first chapter on exodus if people are interested in getting a copy uh feel free to reach out to me uh subscribe to uh colin's newsletter because he's going to be publishing more about this But then I'll be giving more announcements too and giving updates to the Arrival Project. If people are interested in, you know, if they just can't wait a year until like the full book release, <laughs> perhaps they'd be interested in, in purchasing this one and being able to, to get the, the early editions of these books. Uh, so maybe what we could do is run like a, a one of 12 for this Exodus run. And then if people are interested, uh, you know, reach out to me and we'll... go from there. If there's enough interest, then Colin and I will have a discussion again and, and see what we can do. Yeah. We work something out. Yeah. So Colin, what's uh what would you say is the future of Sylvan Bookworks? What's what's ahead? Uh just more projects, uh more projects like this and um and maybe coming up with uh I, I have ideas for uh re reprinting like old old texts like um and yeah. and things that are you know maybe over a century or old you know century old that haven't been um uh, haven't been you know printed in a long time mm. there's some some interesting things uh like in the public domain that i that i could uh put together mm. um that people would find interesting and um as well as you know working with other other authors and you know who who have who would be interested in uh you know having small editions of their book you know made like this mm -hmm. um and maybe in the future it can kind of scale up from you know the editions of 12 to you know larger numbers which would be possible yes. um at this point uh, still at the early stages and working on scaling up that's great to hear yeah i look forward to the growth of sylvan bookworks it's a yeah. off to a great start i'm really excited with all you've done well, thank you thank you all right colin well i suppose that's a good place to stop and we can pick it up back in florida
Sounds good. Sounds yeah. good. Looking forward to that. Okay. Hey, Colin. Well, I, uh, I thank you so much for coming on and look forward to connecting with you real soon. Yeah, sounds good. Really, really glad uh, we could do this. Thanks. Yep.